Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Come through, Queen. I wanna see ya. Come through, Queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan and Brendan. And this is Come Through Queen. Oh. You're my queen, and she's oh. my queen, and she's my queen, and she's my queen. She's my queen. What How many queens you got? Hi, Brendan. Hey, Dan. Uh, we've got a bunch of great episodes this week. However, we have some news to discuss before we get to the, those episodes. Candy Burris released a new song this week. The Hardest Working Woman in Show Business. She the is. Hardest Working Woman. Uh... I mean, we've all known that she's been on The Masked Singer now for weeks and weeks. Because mm-hmm. there's, there's no hiding that voice. But she does... I, usually I think the people who go on to The Masked Singer, like the musicians, will release a, a song close to the finale mm-hmm. in honor of uh, them being on the show. She's and, the first woman to win The Masked Singer. I don't know how many seasons there have been. Like oh, two. Really? That's what someone texted me today. My coworker texted me to say that. Yeah. So the song is called Used to Love Me. Uh, I mentioned on the Facebook group, I feel like a lot of ways about this. During the intro, I was like not that excited. The pre-chorus is amazing. Mm-hmm. The chorus is a little corny. And then we get Todrick. 
Tondrick being on this, did they meet at RuPaul's Drag Race? Oh, I didn't think about that. I forgot that Candy was recently a guest judge. I know. It was like, she wasn't an iconic guest judge, unfortunately. But she was a good guest judge, though. She was okay, but like, I feel like this season in particular, she wasn't on this season, but this season in particular has given us so many like great guest judges as Mm. far as like people who like really, really care and like are giving like great feedback. I'm talking Nikki, AOC, Whoopi, et cetera. Okay. Okay. So like Candy doesn't stack up in this. Sure. Of course. Yeah. But it's, it's good to see Candy giving it a go. Especially because I think the, the song itself was felt more of the moment than previous stuff that she's done while being on housewives mm-hmm. you know totally i like always forget that candy did a song that always used to be stuck in my head like in high school don't when think you're... i'm not yeah yeah that's Constantly a great song stuck in my head yeah i mean she's she's definitely more known for her writing for other songs mm-hmm. and producing uh but she does have a few like hits you know I know. People really need to, like, go back and look. And, like, there's a reason. I mean, like, we'll get into it when we talk about Atlanta, but, like, there's a reason why Candy's getting all the jobs and the checks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I want to bring up something that I noticed while I was actually doing this research about the Peacock Streaming Network to see if there's some... If someone has posted what's currently available, because I think it's Peacock is is available now for people who are like Comcast Xfinity subscribers or something. Maybe I know it hasn't like officially launched wide, but you might be right about people who are Comcast survivors. I almost said survivors, subscribers. Yeah. yeah I, so what I was trying to accomplish was to see if DC is streaming on there. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't want to say, like, it's not available for streaming anywhere. Because we know it's not on Hulu or the Bravo app. But I was curious to see if it was on Peacock. Right. But while doing that research, I discovered when it soft-launched for the Comcast subscribers, there was a mention of programming, original programming that's coming in 2021 and beyond. And it was a whole slate of shows with specific names, not like when they announce shows that are just like concepts or something. Mm-hmm. So in the mix of all these shows that have clear names was something called Real Housewives Mashup, mm-hmm. which no one has really like discussed in depth like or announced officially or right. given any details of. Because when Peacock was, a, was announced last fall, a Real Housewives spinoff was mentioned, but nothing was was explained further. Yeah, and a Real Housewives spinoff could be anything, really. Like, right? Like, Candy Ski Trip was a Real Housewives spinoff. Yeah, so exactly. But all uh, Housewives mashup brings hope that we're getting like an All Star season. Yeah, and it would be. I think it would be like smart of them to name it something other than All Stars, just because like that is so played out. Sure. So but mashup I, is like a I don't good name. love mashup though. I don't love mashup. Okay. I guess like we are kind of in uncertain times because like this is clearly not even in production right now. Yeah, if we're getting like an all stars housewives thing, then it, it definitely hasn't shot yet. 
because yeah. we would know like eagle-eyed people would like figure it out yeah i would say if anything it's probably like we probably have a cast in mind in terms of like the network but i don't think we're anywhere further than that one thousand percent yeah uh but speaking of all-stars we got a rupaul's drag race all-stars five official trailer today loved it we already broke down the cast reveal last week on the patreon bonus episode so you could go check mm-hmm. it out and hear our in-depth opinion on each of the 10 routine, uh, returning queens mm-hmm. but it was fun to see the trailer i know i just love i i get so excited for drag race trailers more than like anything i feel like because they're constructed so well and like you're always in the same universe you're in like the same two rooms yeah. but like it's like fun and you get all the guest judge reveals which uh, like the big name, the the Nicki Minaj, the Gaga this year is Ricky Martin. Jane Krakowski. <laughs> <laughs> um, I stood behind Jane Krakowski at the American Musical Theater going to see the prom once. Oh, wow. And in front of Andrew Rannells, it was a star-studded like line. And Brendan from Come Through Queen podcast. I know. That's <laughs> wow. what the fans were saying. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, Ricky Martin is exciting. I like having a queer, like a big queer male name involved. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Totally. And he's like hot. Yeah. That doesn't hurt. Yeah. Uh, but I'm definitely excited about Jane Krakowski. Yeah. Uh, and I'm excited about Sarah Hyland because of her boyfriend who is on Worst Cooks in America. Okay. I, well, I, we should discuss that. I mean, Worst Cooks in America is that the best show on right now (laughs) it really is and it was like this past week's episode was an hour and a half and i was like oh this is gonna like stress me out but i loved it uh yeah and as like people rooting for sonia the first two episodes have been like edge of your seat because sonia's been about to be kicked off both episodes i know but and she's on she's on like the good team like her team is stacked with all the people on her team i like uh-huh. Including Sarah Hyland's boyfriend, Wells. Yes, yes. I might follow him on Instagram. <laughs> I get some like fad fit. <laughs> no, no, he's got the good sponsorships. I told you, he's got like Bacardi and like Ocean Spray. Yeah. Those are like, that's high quality. Yeah. But I do want to point out, okay, so we're getting like, we're getting kooky, like Auntie Sonia for most of the episode, but not the drunk version that we're getting on Roni right now. Mm-hmm. Just like the regular kooky version. Well, not not like the wasted version. They are drinking on set. Yeah. Well, particularly Johnny Bananas. Yeah. Who's like downing a whole bottle while cooking like in a 60-minute challenge. Beautiful. But um, Sonia, uh, like the lucidity of her during the elimination challenge mm-hmm. harkened back to... Scary Island? A, a lucid Sonia and Scary Island. Well, two thoughts on that. First of all, we know that it is the 10-year anniversary of Scary Island airing. We do. Um, second of all, the thing about Sonia and Scary Island is she wasn't sober. No. But she was calm. And it was like, before she had learned the game too much, so she was like trying to... She was still in, like, her last life trying to, like, make things okay. 
But yeah. she was she was drinking. She was drunk. Well, no, but like I think what I'm referring to in particular is the night of Kelly's meltdown. Mm-hmm. Like maybe Sonia had two drinks that night. Yeah, I don't think she was drunk that night. She, I think she was drunk like the like the night when we were night in the boat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She so didn't like, even get to turtle time. She had to stay back at the yacht with, I, with Kelly. I, I know, as the newbie, she was like relegated to to doing that. No, but I just it's interesting. Like, go watch Worst Cooks in America because we see a hyper focused Sonia as she's making her skewers. <laughs> and then also Bridget Everett's there, Queen. I mean, I Robin just, Robin Gibbons, Wells Bridget, Adams. Well, Wells Adams. <laughs> but Bridget and Sonia's sisterhood is like Bravo needs to be doing something with this. Like the ever elusive road trip show that was originally supposed to go to Kim and Nini should now at this point go to Bridget and Sonia. Yeah. And I tweeted about this as well after watching Worst Cooks. Like the fact that Bravo is not using their women in like this capacity Mm -hmm. boggles the mind. I know. Because like they could film something like this in a week. Totally. And get like... I mean, hello... Why haven't we had a Top Chef Housewives or something like that? Yeah. That's like the perfect crossover. And and Bravo, outside of the Top Chef show itself, does not make use of their Top Chef, Top Chef stars. Mm-hmm. Like, they, all the Top Chef people are on the Food Network. Right. Bravo's really stubborn about a few things. One of the things is Housewives and, like, the fourth wall breaking, and they're getting obviously better at it mm-hmm. now, but, like... Andy's whole thing for years and years and years, I think, was, like, saying that, impl- like, knowing that these women are on a TV show, like, cheapens it, in a mm. way. Like, them, like, talking about it on, like, another, like, full show outside of, like, Watch Happens Live cheapens it. That's why, like, they didn't do Housewives All-Stars. But, like, come on, give the people what they want. I think, like, that argument is destroyed by the existence of Be- Beverly Hills franchise. Because that is a show where people are like, you're just like a step away from a soap opera. Right. Like none of these people are actually friends or have anything to do with each other. Totally. And we'll, and we'll get to that when we talk about uh, the shows. Yeah. But why don't we take a quick break and we'll be back with Atlanta and Vanderpump Rules. Perfect. And we are back to discuss... Atlanta and Vanderpump Rules. It's the part two of this Atlanta Zoom reunion. I can't believe we got three parts out of a Zoom reunion, but grateful for it. Yeah. Are are you enjoying this journey or what are you thinking? I'm enjoying this journey in the way that it's interesting to see this all play out for the first time. So like we have new things in our midst. We've got computers closing where you can see the papers that were closed in them. We've got the mute button. We've got everyone in their own spaces. We've got Cynthia still drinking at 6am. Yeah. I I think the part that's, what's more interesting than the actual content. Cause we're talking about things that we didn't care about the first time around. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to like get yourself riled up for it. Totally. I think we're picking up with Nini and Candy screaming at each other because of, Nini's comments about how Candy gets every spinoff. Right. And I mean, the thing is, 
are candy spinoffs getting uh getting ratings they must uh, be enough there must be a reason why she's getting spinoffs but i so i do get i don't want a nini spinoff but i would like to mix it up with like anything you know the only will, other thing about the fight between the two of them is this reunion candy is almost blatantly admitting that she's on the mass singer right just in terms of being like i am everywhere because mm-hmm. like she is she's there too right now you know well i mean and she's done other stuff like celebrity apprentice i mean celebrity big brother and stuff like that yeah i think like nini's just mad she's no longer like she's not getting the outside of bravo thing she used to get sure like Back in 2012, she was the bee's knees of Bravo. She got Ryan Murphy show. She got two Ryan Murphy shows. She got Glee in the new normal. She got Celebrity Apprentice. She was getting all sorts of shit. And now she's not getting anything except for, I think she got that one show that didn't make it to air. um, The Matt McConkie show. Oh, yeah. That like didn't actually, it was just a pilot that didn't go through, which I actually would have liked to see. And she and Kim were going to have a spinoff. Right. But which, they couldn't get along long enough to actually do it. But which is interesting because now they are getting along. I know, but I know, but like with the two of them, especially like it's just so hot and cold and they're too, their egos are both too big. Yeah, they're too unreasonable. And like Kim is fine right now for herself because she has her other show. So she can like, she still has her ego about her and she can feel good about that. But Nini doesn't have that. So she's lashing out. Yeah. And the thing is like, Nini's not fun to watch on Real Housewives of Atlanta if she actively doesn't want to be on Real Housewives of Atlanta. And if yeah. she keeps on saying that she's above the show, it's like, no, we're all we're watching the show because we like the show. Yeah. And we don't want to see somebody who thinks that they're too big for it. Mm-hmm. And like Candy does get all these spin-offs and these extra gigs and stuff outside of Bravo, and she's like getting a million bucks from Ed Sheeran, but like she still shows up to be on camera, on Bravo, on Real Houses of Atlanta, and seems to be okay with it and like it. Okay, so we also are confronting Kenya about the hypocrisy that she complains about people coming for her business, but then she does the Kenya Moore hair care at Marlowe's wig launch. Yeah, and I think that somebody said that it was, I think Candy, and I don't know why I'm like so team Candy right now, but Candy was like, yeah, it was really funny, but it also like was fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it can it can be two things. Yeah, um, but like Kenya is like saying she's justified with it because of comments during a Kenya Moore hair care event like three years ago that Portia made. That Portia made. Yeah, but, but no, it also... wasn't even Portia. It was it was actually mostly Shamia. Portia just laughed because they rolled the clip. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Kenya just like the rules don't apply to her, but then she has a ton of rules for everybody. I know. She just like, she paints herself into a corner too. But for me, I, was, I still enjoy her. With Nini, it's like. Ugh. I think there's more juice in the peach still with Kenya. Mm-hmm. I think with Nini, it's kind of like we got nothing left. You know, how many times did she close that computer during this reunion? Well, I think the very end is allegedly the end of nini because she's not in the pre in the preview for episode part three rather she's not in it okay yeah uh we get 
we give Tanya a chance to shine in terms <laughs> of. Uh, I saw people attacking you on Twitter today for I liking know. Tanya. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. What has this woman done that's so bad? I think that there are other people out there, other commentators saying negative things about Tanya. And I think these people are brainwashed into hating her. I think, like, I, everyone can't be an alpha on this show. I know. I know. Hello. Because then we get, get everyone screaming at each other. Maybe you just need a positive ray of light. I mean, there's a reason Madonna released an album called Ray of Light. Yeah. Or maybe it was just a song called Ray of Light. She was thinking about she was thinking Tanya. About Tanya. <laughs> uh, I did like the fact that Cynthia got called out a little bit in terms of knowing about the Cookie Lady stuff, but not warning Tanya ahead of time. Oh yeah, when when Cynthia gets caught in a lie, it gets a little awkward. Yeah. Well, I think it's usually it has something to do with not wanting to piss Kenya off because mm-hmm. <laughs> she's scared of Kenya. Which she like kind of should be. <laughs> I know. Um, there's a lot of conversation about like calling if you call a baby their dad in a wig, that's highly offensive. <laughs> Which I don't think it's like the worst thing in the world if they're a biological parent to this child. Like Well, it's yeah, it's also like it's a very gendered thing, obviously. It's like if you're daughter who's a girl looks like the dad if someone says they look like the dad that's insulting but i mean like no people look like people and like it's not in a gendered way yeah like you are not just the clone of your biological mother or father like (laughs) everyone's a little mishmash you know yeah everyone's a little mish okay i gotta say what was probably the most interesting part was we kind of heard more about Eva and her ex slash the donor than we ever had before Mm -hmm. in terms of what their relationship was, which sounds like it was not much of anything. Right. And she really hated talking about it and had to walk off. Yeah. And then um, Kenya asked permission to go off and call her, which I thought was like a nice little moment. I know, but but at the same time, it's like definitely manipulative manipulative kenya too Mm -hmm. to like look like the hero Mm -hmm. at the same time i don't even know who would be the one to call well i guess mother would call her cynthia well yeah isn't cynthia the closest to eva and like cynthia brought her to the hospital when she was having contractions yeah remember that episode it was like at that mexican restaurant and Mm -hmm. nini showed up like hours and hours late yeah wild uh, I didn't hear about the new allegations until this episode aired that Dennis was at some restaurant with two women at 4 a.m. I don't know. I don't didn't know that either. It's also like, what restaurant serves food until 4 a.m.? I mean, you've been to like a diner I'm after. I'm kidding, yeah. But do you think they were at a diner or like a late night spot? I don't know. I don't know. Like, you probably know better than me. What's the scene? <laughs> oh, in Atlanta? Yeah. Um, I haven't been, I haven't really lived as an adult in Atlanta. I've only, yeah. and I've, when I've gone back, it hasn't, it's only been for like a couple weekends. Yeah. The stuff with Kenya and her man, Portia and her man, and then it dips briefly into Nini and Greg mm-hmm. with some supporting footage of Nini admitting that like, 
he was talking to staff, their staff in a certain sexy way. I so believe she, it. So she, well, no, I mean, she wasn't even denying it. Cause like, she's mm-hmm. the one who had previously discussed it, but I think that is what made her leave. Even though she didn't leave right away. I think mm-hmm. she like was stewing in it. Cause she left when they were talking about like Cynthia and Kenya's relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, she was, like, having an internal monologue for a bit before she left. Yeah. Just, like, talking to herself. Also, sitting on the floor in front of her bed. With her pre-written reads in front of her. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. We got one more part left. This is definitely, if not content-wise, like, the actual three-part Zoom reunion is, is like, going to be a relic of history you know yeah we'll be looking back this will be in our time capsule yeah definitely in the time capsule let's get to this vanderpump rules finale okay i gotta say like for such a not great season this finale had me pretty pretty in there it was riveting there were like all sorts of parts of it were riveting yeah okay Ariana at the top saying, where does Stassi bad credit Schroeder get off talking about my house? <laughs> I loved that. How bad do you think Stassi's credit is? I, I'm most curious as to like how bad it is and like where, where did she go astray? Was it w- those few years where she was not on the show? No, I bet it was like when she was young, young, Three? young, young, yeah, young, well. young. Huh. That's interesting. I think that's where a lot of people go astray. It's like, they're, they get a credit card for the first time. They don't really know, like, the game. No yeah. one really properly tells them what it means to have a credit card and I've that always, you have to pay it back. I've always said this. Like, it's insane that it's not a class in high school. I know. Well, we have economics, and then it, but that teaches us about, like, what? Supply and demand. Yeah. Teach, teach the kids about like credit cards and mortgages and student interest. loans and like healthcare, like yeah. what, what it means to get healthcare insurance and like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Renter's insurance, home insurance. Mm-hmm. No, they want to fuck you over. That's the, the game is they want to fuck you over so that the corporations can take your lives over so that the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. Mm. Hello. That is capitalism. Wow. We should teach the kids. We should yeah. teach them. But let's get back to my <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Lala having the girls over at Randall's. Namely, Katie, Brittany, and <clears throat> Saucy. And the interesting part about this was it was Brittany and Katie seeing each other for the first time since the pool party, the dueling yeah. pool parties. And I must say, like, I prefer Katie in a tent in Sandoval's backyard with Dana, just like shooting the shit wasted. Then I do see her with these other girls. But I do got to say though, I was loving Katie in this, not holding back, dragging Jax right in front of his wife. <laughs> do you think that her and Ariana like discussed the dragation of Jax for this Ooh. episode? Because like they that's... both had their moments. Well, th- that's the funny thing is I, and I was thinking about this later on in the episode and like, you know, when they have their, like, couples moments, the four of them? hmm Like, Ariana, Katie, and their men? Like, 
sometimes I'm like, man, Katie really must hate having to like hang out with Tom and Ariana. But I think she's like growing to like them more. Yeah, and I think it might have a lot to do with like Stasi wanting to be Ariana's friend. Mm-hmm. Which we also saw in a big way later this episode. Yeah. Okay, James's mom and James having the heart to heart. The mom never looking better. She looked like a different person. Totally different person. Yes. Uh, she has been sober longer than James has at this point. Mm-hmm. Her story of like how her sobriety brought her to finding out she had breast cancer was a wild ride. Mm-hmm. Cause she was able to get a job cause she got sober and then got health insurance cause she was able to get a job and then went to a doctor and only found out about the breast cancer because of that train of events. Also, Another reason this country's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, to be honest. I know, like... no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, it, this was, like, a really interesting episode. <laughs> okay. Uh, our special heroes get their scene looking at houses. Yeah, we see some, we see some not gems yet, but we're still looking. I think, yeah, this was, like, not what they eventually landed on. They really want something. Stasi really hits it home that she really wants something that's not a farmhouse in Valley Village. Yeah. Uh, okay. We got that little meeting with like Lisa and the Toms about like we have to make a decision about what you want to like. Do you want to expand? You know. Do you want to keep on investing in? Tom Tom Garden or whatever it's called, yeah. or the garden, the garden at Tom at Tom, Tom. Tom. Yeah, which I still feel so bad at them for flipping yeah. that switch when they could have. Yeah. Okay. the The whole family photo shoot like this really makes absolutely no sense. It's also so interesting because we talked about this Hollywood Reporter piece yeah. when it came out, and like we, I remember wondering why they pick certain cast members at the time and like for the photo shoot and like why Jax was there and like all that kind of stuff. And like this Jax in the Navy shirt thing sticks out to me because if you look at the photo from, there's a photo from that photo shoot that's just Lisa, Ken and all the couples. So Jax, Brittany, Tom, Mariana and uh, Tom and Katie. Yeah. And Jax looks totally normal there because we know him from the show. So he's dressed like Jax would dress. Yeah. But in the group photo of all the people from the different restaurants that they're shooting, he's out of place because he's not in a sir shirt. I just thought that was interesting. Are you suggesting that this temper tantrum was put on? I think that this was... I, I think a little bit. I think he was told to dress a certain way to come to this photo shoot. And the reality is, and it's like, we saw peak behind the scenes. It's like, he doesn't even have a shirt from Sir because he hasn't worked there in however yeah. long. Yeah. Even Brittany says that in the scene. I mean, that, that part was wild too, where it was like, she was kind of getting yelled at for participating in the, in the fight. I know. I love that everyone's turning on Britney nowadays. Yeah, it's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Sheena 
like when Sheena gets called over by uh, Stassi and Ariana, and then tell like saying that Stassi said what Lala actually said when we roll the tapes. Oh yes, 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 yes. That was a fun moment. I loved that because I knew like listening to it last episode, I was like, no, I don't think Stassi actually said that. Yeah, I did. I did skip over the the. Ariana confrontation of Jax, mm-hmm. which I think was like she did such a good job. Yeah, and people are like people. I've seen that clip online like seven times today. People love her taking down Jax. She just she kept her cool and articulated herself so well, mm-hmm. and pointed out that he's like perp- he purposely continues this behavior. Yeah. Um, year after year, and just like moment after moment. Mm-hmm. But I did like that after. Um, after that confrontation with Sheena and Ariana and Stassi, Ariana said that she believes Stassi. Yeah, that was and interesting. Their sisterhood continues. Well, because I think I think what Ariana said is right. Like Stassi has no reason to lie in that situation. Yeah. And then while all this is going on, Kara from from Vegas is <laughs> sneaking up behind, trying to get into the the scene. <clears throat> And at first, so when she first came up to Stassi and she was like, <laughs> OOTD, I was like, oh, she's just like being a fan. But if later scene, you see that Stassi actually had a clip on the back of her head that said OOTD. Oh. So Kara was actually just reading it, apparently. She might yeah. actually also be a fan. She probably is. But she was also just reading the clip. But producer Danica yelling at Kara to get out of the scene because she doesn't know what they're talking about. Had me roaring. I loved it. It was uh, this, once this all started, the rest of the episode was heaven to me. Every little part of it. <laughs> it was like, so Ariana and Saucy were like making up and that's like my favorite thing, that yeah. dynamic. And then this little gremlin comes in and then Danica gets involved and then Kristen gets involved <laughs> yes. with Danica and tries to be like, no, no, no don't do this in front of Lisa, here are the rules. Yeah. And then we get a flashback to Kristen's- Your favorite Kristen scene. <laughs> Suck a dick. And then, <laughs> and then just like, then for some reason, um, Sheena is bringing Kara under her wing as Danica continues to yes. go after Kara. Then Danica gets kicked out. It's Because <laughs> she pushes Kara, causing a drink to be spilled on another special hero, Lala. It's- Oh, and then Lala, Lala, the only part I didn't like about that was Lala. Lala getting fired up. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Go yeah. home. You have no part in the show anymore. Just leave. Yeah. Um, speaking of Lala, Randall's there with James and they have like their little makeup thing. That was and nice. Then, and then Raquel's like, you're so sexy right now. <laughs> Just like, he's still DJing in a corner. Uh, and yeah. then did you see, the thing that stuck out to me the most about while we're on Danica, Kara, all that. Yeah. To me, I think the future is. Mm. We get Danica, Kara, Dana, and their mentors who are Kristen, Sheena, Stasi. And that's part of next season. It's like these women mentoring each other. But what does Kristen have anything to do with us? Because Kristen was the one who was like telling Danica like coaching Danica through like what she should and shouldn't do. I, I don't think you're like tying this together enough. I'm not the only one who pointed but, this out on Twitter. But like, how does 
how does Kristen have anything to do with this? She doesn't work there and she's not friends with any of the old kids now. Well, she's friends with the young, she's friends with like Sheena still. So she's still in the mix. Okay. So, I mean, it's just like three parallel people of like archetypes in this show. They're very similar in like how they, well, like Sheena and Kara, how they look. Danica and Kristen and how they act. And then Dana and Stassi and how like the show was set up this season for Dana to be the new Stassi, basically. Yeah, uh, I don't love this concept. I'm more part of the the team of like, we got to break up the, the show into two separate shows. I don't think they're ever going to do that. Or <clears throat> either that or just get rid of the, like get rid of a lot of people. Well, yeah, they obviously have to get rid of a lot of people. I say the first to go, Lala and Randall. Oh, for sure. Go home. Yeah. Jackson, Brittany. Yes. This was Jack, like you tweeted last night that this feels like a series finale. And I think it mostly felt like a series finale for Jax. For the Jack Taylor show. It was, the Jack Taylor show's over. I still feel hope for Kristen. And maybe I'm just being a Looney Tune. But yeah. I feel like there is hope for her Stassi and Katie to reunite after this quarantine is over. It was a good sign that Andy promoted Kristen's book. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people are finally rooting for Kristen. Hmm. And call me crazy one more time if I bring her back to Danica, but her and Danica together, I think, could be firecrackers. I don't know if you've caught this, but Duty's been posting pictures and videos of her, of her and her new man. I, I saw them on, I saw her posting them. I saw them on Daily Mail before it was announced. Wow. I know all about it. So like the, those other coupled up chicks should like now forgive her and bring her back in. Yeah. I mean, I think there's hope. Yeah. There must be, we, we got to give them hope, you know? Okay. But we got to talk about like the two parallel scenes of, Stassi and Katie versus Kristen and then the Tom versus Jax thing. Mm -hmm. That was just... I love when that song plays on reprise. I almost started crying. I was like, oh my God. I love the reprise so much. I mean, the Tom and Jax thing, like Jax is just such a piece of shit. I know, and he's never going to change, even though he, like, keeps on, like, whining about his best friends. I say, like, even though, like, the scenes themselves implied the opposite of what I want, mm. it implied that, like, Jax was open to reuniting with his friends, yada, 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 whereas the other side, it felt like just a clean break. Yeah. I want the opposite. Okay. And then Jax slipping up and saying, like, this isn't just the like a TV show. These are friendships. This is the Jax Taylor show. And then Lisa getting fired up on him saying this is his show. Yeah. And I don't even think, I don't even necessarily think he quote unquote slipped up. I think this kind of conversation probably happens at these rap parties all the time. Mm. They just never expect them to air them. Sure. 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 And they, like I, they're doing this now. They're airing things that we're not expecting them yeah. to air especially evolution evolution this production company they're OC, evolving Beverly hills and vanderbump rules they're evolving and showing things that we didn't really realize that we could before yeah and then that's it that's it it's 
I know that like this was a bad season, but it ended on such a high for me. Yeah. I'm curious to see how this reunion plays out because it can't be like Atlanta with everyone there. They're going to have to like break it up into different groups. Yeah, and I feel like they always kind of break them into groups or they like bring in more people and then like people leave. Yeah. Um, it'll be so interesting to see because I, I, I want some dynamics where though that we can have a future with, you know, and like see how these new cast people and old cast people interact so that we can like figure out who works sure well let's take a quick break and then we'll be back with beverly hills and new york and we are back to discuss beverly hills and new york beverly hills continues to bring something this season it's wild it is, I mean, after after Worst Cooks in America, a highlight of the week. Mm-hmm, totally. We're picking it up in the beginning of this, this episode with multiple women of color on the same screen. It's, like, so interesting seeing Garcelle with her real friends. <laughs> and it's, like, it actually reminded me of, like, we got a scene in D.C. in the D.C. recaps, but, like, there was a scene with, like, Stacy and her, like, actual friends. Yeah. And it's, like, it's so interesting seeing these women with their real friends. And it's, like, it happens with Ramona a little bit in New York. Though, like, New York is, like, friends. But, like, we rarely get, like, insights into, like, people's actual friend group. Never in Beverly Hills. Never. never. Because none of them have friends. Like, come on. Well, they all I mean, go home to empty homes. And... We, kind of, we kind of end this episode with that conversation. <laughs> uh, but I did love, uh, like, the discussion. Like, oh, my God. They were kind of dragging us. Where, like, they were saying, like, you're my queen. You're my queen. You're my queen. And then they were like, how many queens you got? <laughs> <laughs> come through, queen. Yeah. Uh, Will Smith's ex- it, give her a diamond. Give her a diamond. We need, I like, would love to slowly just, like, work Garcelle's friends into the mix and, like, have them eventually all hold diamonds. Yeah. Like, little by little. There's always room for another diamond, as Sutton Strack said. Oh, Sutton. Okay. Uh, Denise and her daughter getting ready for homecoming once again. While Kyle and Eric are on the phone talking about Denise. God, this is dirty. It's funny how we were like led to believe Denise was going to be the villain this season. And Kyle's fully the villain. And it's Kyle. I know. And I, I, lo- I love what they've done with this because we've been calling Kyle the villain for years, right? Like, sure. Yeah. I've always known that she is like the... She's the puppet and we are the master. Yeah, we're, we're like, everybody's the master. In Kelly Dodd's words. Um, but I love that it's like finally coming to fruition. And, and she has these bangs that she hates, but I actually like the bangs. Yeah. I mean, the show's stopped trying to convince us to like Kyle and just letting Kyle be Kyle. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's very, it's season one Kyle peeking through. Mm. Yeah. Well, we but got... back then, but back then, like we were like okay with mean people, and now okay. we're not. I think. 
We were okay with mean people? Yeah, because back then Kyle was like outwardly mean, but I feel like 2011 us tolerated it more and like 2020 us like is calling it out a little bit more. I don't even think she's mean. I just think she's like a loser. (laughs) A loser. No, yeah, I mean, I think she's mean. She's like the mean girl. She's the Regina George and we're all... But who's she even being mean to? Um... She is being mean to Denise. She's but, being mean to Dorit. I guess, like, for me, being mean, like, you have to have a point, and she has no point. Oh, but, yeah, but for me, it's, like, a mean girl has no point. They're just going to, like, prod at somebody for, like, no reason. Yeah, I don't know. I I guess, like, to me, it's just, like, if that if if you have nothing to back it up, it's so easy to shut it down. Right, but they can't shut it down because Kyle's the queen bee of Beverly Hills. Mm. She was born in this town. But I think we're we're going to take down another OG. <laughs> I hope. <sighs> okay, Erica at her dance rehearsal. I was hoping to get like a little like la 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 la, mm. but we only were getting the dance moves. What are some Chicago songs? And all that jazz. And all that jazz. You know what right? I used to do in college? So in college... I, every morning, I would wake up, YouTube early days. So, like, this was, like, 2007, 2008. Sure. I would watch Chicago from the movie, We Both Reach from, For the Gun. Do you know that song? No. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's, like, Richard Gere, and I think Renee Zellweger is, like, a puppet on his lap. And, and it's, it, like... Everyone's the master? <laughs> yes. And it's, like... We both reach for the gun, the gun, the gun, the gun, the gun. And then Christine Baranski's there at one point. It's so good. Look it up. I mean, everyone knows Chicago is like a very popular movie that people won Oscars for. So Sure. Isn't it such a shame that we never saw Erica Jane? Like we kept talking about talking about it and then like quarantine kind of threw it for a loop. Well, I saw I saw her multiple times. Oh yeah, like on the street. On the street, because once you move to the new place, my new subway route put me right there so i was able to see her at the stage door yeah uh speaking of chicago stars the rena hamlins are coming together yeah they are harry appears to be in a production in a play i want to say in virginia yeah probably yeah like the state well he only takes he only takes work that he like believes in or whatever, right? Mm-mm-mm. Okay. So he really believes in this Virginian play. I think I th- I think what we were trying to do is like we're gonna start it here, like we're workshopping it, and then we're gonna bring it to off Broadway, and then like maybe get on to Broadway. I think that's like how the theater works. I didn't know Virginia was a part of it. I thought it was yeah. like other was cities. Like a sh- yeah, like a Chicago, a Boston, an LA, an LA. Yeah. But then we go into, like, there's a little bit about... We get a lot of flashbacks to last season with yeah. Harry and the kids and how he, I guess, couldn't, like, wrap his head around... There was a lot of, like, misfiring and communication in the family sure. where, like, they weren't seeing eye to eye, so he didn't get the eating disorder stuff. So, like, he's now feeling remorse about it. Sure. I thought that was nice. Like, those were nice scenes. Yeah, it was good to, like, tie a little bow on on that stuff. Yeah. Um, the one last thing before we get to Erica's house. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to be back at Buca de Beppo. 
as I'm sure you are too. <laughs> I loved digging back up LVP in this conversation. Have you noticed that in general, anytime that they do a flashback, they make sure, even if LVP wasn't directly involved in the past scene, yeah. they like make sure to include her voice in some way. Sure. You can always hear her. And it's like LVP is haunting Beverly Hills. But what's funny is like when, when housewives leave other franchises, they almost pretend like they never existed. Never existed. Yeah. So that's fun. I feel like this is like, I bet you the people at Evolution love LVP. And I bet this is like their little like way of like doing her a favor and like having fun. Mm. Interesting. I wonder if she takes it as a favor. Maybe. I mean, like we heard about that Vanderbump Rules editor. So I feel like there's a lot of crazy business going on in those editing bays. Okay. Let's get to Chateau Girardi. Which I feel like we... I feel like we have not been here in a while. And I wonder, like, has Erica been there in a while? (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. She's been hanging out at the studio in Hollywood. So we're at Erica's house. She's getting ready. And Tom's there. Uh, T. It's been, like, it's been a few years since we got Tom with the ladies. Yeah. I mean, and it's... It's been at least two years because even, like, Erica's like, oh, you'll meet Denise. Yeah. And Denise was with us last season. I know. <laughs> the way they, they all speak of Tom, <laughs> it's just so embarrassing. It felt like half of those women had the hots for Tom. Get out of here. They were- I'm not even joking. No, they, they loved him. Oh, yeah, he's a good storyteller. It's money, honey. Oh, so they, they have, like, the hots for the money. Yeah. Despite, like, all the drama. Money, it's like, no, but it's, like, money and power. Mm. And, like, certain people exude that. Sure, Because sure, they've sure. been in it so long. So people are attracted to it. Hello, it is the way of the U.S. Hello, capitalism, binge. I mean, the story, the story he was telling of, like, getting shot off a roof in a John Wayne movie when he was... And it was like, he kept on naming the other Wayne, like... Bob Wayne or something. Like Jan Wayne. (laughs) (laughs) Who's who's Jan Jan, Wayne? Jan Sport Wayne. (laughs) (laughs) Not this. Wow. Uh, So... Even even Dorit, like when he was leaving, like her whispering, like, it was sweet of him to be here. And we got Ragamuffin showing up in her je- in her, in her bell bottom jeans, <laughs> her boot cut, her boot cut acid wash jeans. Like no, not acid wash, like light wash jeans. Although I was I, obsessed. Although I gotta say though, like for Ragamuff to show up like that while while three women are wearing the same exact outfit, it's like no no one can judge anyone. You know? I know. Did Sutton when she got out? I, for some reason, when Sutton got out of the car. She seemed really tall. Did she seem tall to you? No, but she did seem the most normal to me. Cause yeah. Because, like, like, Dorit was wearing flat-out pajamas. Mm-hmm. Kyle was, like, a, a half-step from a pajama. We got uh, th- Garcelle called it hideous. Yes. We got three women wearing the same thing. We got Ragamuff. <laughs> and, and, like- Sutton. and Sutton was doing her side-swept bangs, which is actually, which, like, a good look for yeah, her. Yeah, that's the look. Like, she should be 
leaning into the side swept. God, I I was in college when people were doing bangs. So like I have a lot of thoughts about bangs. Were you doing bangs? No, no. I mean like when I say people, I mean like mostly women. Mm -hmm. So like my one of my college roommates, this wonderful woman cat, experimented a lot with bangs. Yeah. And so like I lived to tell the tale. Sure. And you were telling it almost uh, over 10 years later. Yeah, and I do love I do love like a straight bang, but Sutton, it felt like it, they were going in her eyes. Yeah. I love the side swept. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, we go to the room. Now this I never like- The room, re- the dining room? The dining room. And are we only eating charcuterie? I didn't get that either. There seemed to be like individual charcuteries about. Or like charcuterie, like tiers of charcuterie. Mm-hmm. But never an actual entree. Well, because they're too busy talking about their signs. Yeah. I do love this. Yeah, and I love that we got like on-screen graphics of each of like Ooh, their yeah. signs and like their rising and their star and like their moon and whatever. But that's like in one ear out the other, you know? Well, I've done that for myself before. So like you have to look up what yeah. time you were born. Yeah. Which is on your birth certificate, which I keep in my office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. But even like I have I have learned that of myself. But it's in one ear out the other. Like, what I time can... of day were you born? I, I wanna say five thirteen PM. <gasps> I'm a very similar time. Well, like, I'm right around that time, like 5.15 p.m. Okay. But July. Yeah. <laughs> and a few years different, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I would love to know, like, the, the ins and the outs. You know? you know my favorite thing? My favorite thing is when people get so mad about people caring about astrology. Mm. I follow this one person on Twitter who I think you follow, too. He, like, said, he did some tweet that was so melodramatic about, like, it was, like, people who care about people who care about astrology are in cults or something. It was like trying to comment on that, like, a gr- oh no, it was a group of people who care about astrology is a cult. Oh, okay. Trying to comment on like a group of like uh, Libras Tauruses are, yeah. is whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hope he listens to this. Oh my God. Uh, no, like, listen, let people have their fun. Yeah, let, let people have their fun. Let the mouse go. Let the mouse go. We're in a pandemic. Let the mouse go. <laughs> So, so what's funny is like, Rena seems to be like still trying to decide who she wants to side with. <clears throat> and she's like doing this thing where she's like still trying to go after Sutton a little bit. And it's like, <laughs> what's the, like literally nothing happened. But, and then also like Sutton is the person you brought onto the show. <laughs> I know. I did, 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 did love the brief moment where Sutton and Garcelle both were like, it's kind of fucked up because we were brought into this group and it seems like nobody cares about us. <laughs> yes. Very meta. Yeah. Uh, I, okay. The, obviously the best part of the reading was Teddy Joe's reading about gravitating towards someone with earth. <laughs> oh my God. And Garcelle. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, who's got Earth? Kyle. <laughs> Garcelle was so fucking good during that. 
I think people like think that like Garcelle isn't bringing it, but like she's the most refreshing, interesting person to watch on the show to me. Yeah, for sure. Like she's bringing, she's giving us something else that we need. Yeah. Uh, the the whole like the argument evolving into couples therapy. I loved it. Yeah, and, then, and then showing us like this flashback of them having their couples therapy. But like, it's so funny, Kyle's getting worked up over it. Like they're saying couples therapy just to to drive you up a wall. Mm -hmm. Cause like the technicality of it being a couple of people receiving therapy, Mm -hmm. but obviously implication being like couples therapy is like, oh, we have to like go over our issues with each other. Do you think we should go to couples therapy? We, I mean, after, all the abuse that I have. Uh... The ab- oh, come on! <laughs> if anyone could watch the Zoom, it's like Dan rolling his eyes at me constantly when I'm trying to make a point. <laughs> when you're talking about like <laughs> who sits and watches. When I was talking about my Pasadena references, there was I saw the whites of your eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, something about Erica. Whenever we're in her home. You always have to behave a certain way. Yeah. Like when, it's when, her home. when, Dari- no, not when Dari- when, when Sutton was getting a little work up, worked up, like Erica was zipping Sutton's like, show some respect. I know. And then Sutton like was like, oh my God, you're totally right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It reminded me of um, uh, Eileen in Hong Kong during yeah. that fight. It was yeah. like when Erica gets heated, mm-hmm. you snap into place you know what i like agree with that mm-hmm. i'm loving erica this season are yeah, you she, wo- she woke up yeah okay i gotta say when we are revisiting that i'm gonna freak the fuck out <laughs> when kyle says what do you think she's gonna pull out a machete <laughs> like that was pretty funny <laughs> yeah i also love that they like always show that rena clip from amsterdam Mm, yeah. during that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like i'm a <laughs> rent a stand but like put her in place yeah okay so it felt like denise garcelle and rena left after being there for five minutes mm-hmm. like why did they hightail it out of there so quickly well denise had to change out of her jeans mm-hmm. yeah i mean but then also it felt like, because we know that Garcelle and Denise still get along well right now. And it felt like it, like we were so close to Rena being on their team. Right. But it does not seem like that's how it plays out. Right. But it seems like Garcelle and Rena still are close. At least like I saw Garcelle liking Rena's Instagram post earlier today. Mm-hmm. So... But like this team actually makes the most sense because they are the three famous people on yeah. the show. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's why, like, when I saw them in the car, I was like, "Oh, like this, this fits." And they're all like a certain level of celebrity. I mean, like Denise being the most famous, but like they're all like kind of like on the same level. Sure. Also, I gotta say though, Kyle. Telling Erica she has no close friends. <laughs> and then Erica's snapping back, like, well, I do. And I thought you were one of them. Oh my God. 
But like Kyle in that moment is like me at people who tweet too much. Mm-hmm. It's like, where are your close friends? Like, there's oh my a group, God. <laughs> there is a group text for this. I know people, people do need to learn to like, keep like the keep certain things <laughs> to, to a certain yeah crowd if you don't have a group of people who's willing to order you buca de beppo oh because god. you didn't receive a pizza then you don't have close friends oh my god you're gonna make people sad i'm just kidding. I'm sorry <laughs> just people kidding are gonna, people are gonna be waiting at their door waiting for their buca de beppo it's not in all states is it yeah so like, I had no idea it was even in New York until this week. Yeah. But, I mean, overall, love this episode of Beverly Hills. It's it's great. It's just, like, it's a different feeling for Housewives in Beverly Hills. One that just, like, keeps me watching. And I love it. I don't What was the preview for next week? I, I couldn't tell you what the preview is, but I probably loved it, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's go over to New York. Concrete jungle where dreams are made of. So last week I asked for it and we received the footage on the car ride home from the orchard. <laughs> Her Sonia vomiting <laughs> is, is something we have not seen on this show or in any of these franchises really. Like vomit, like the smell of vomit in a small space like that. That's the worst. She was like practically puking on Tinsdale. I know. (laughs) Oh, and like the old pastries and shit from like breakfast were still on the table. Good, good. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, Sonia needed something to fill her up after vomit. Yeah. While Bergen is detoxing the women, we got Leah, Luann, and Tinsy eating alfresco. Mm -hmm. And... Leah appears to be patient zero. She's she's coughing and hacking all over the place. This was so triggering in the time that we are in now. She's like a different time. They were all coughing. And then like they were offering to share drinks after they were coughing. Yeah. And they were like touching and hugging and all of like, that stuff. Hashtag stay home. Yeah. yeah hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny though. Even when it's just these three, when Luann can easily just side with them, mm-hmm. she's sort of defending Dorinda, who she's been at war with for like at least two years. It's like, did all of like the quote unquote OGs make a pact, a blood pact with Dorinda to defend yeah. her? <laughs> yeah, at all costs. And I will say, I will say this episode. Dorinda still looks bad, but, like, yeah. by the end of this episode, I'm like, okay, get it a little more. Yeah. No, well, we got a different light of Dorinda. We're, she's going to the life coach. It's like, honey, you don't need a life coach. You need a therapist. I know, but I I, I, I see that point. But then I, at the, on the other side of the coin, I feel less upset about someone filming a life coach session. That makes sense. Someone filming a therapy session. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just at Bethany? Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, like a life coach to me more seems like you just talking, talking it out with someone. Yeah. Whereas like therapy they, seems more medical to me. 
And they weren't drinking a la Nini and her life coach. Yes. Well, I mean, that was a paid friend. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The ladies, we're back to this trope of the ladies don't go downtown. Right. So I love these kind of scenes where we are seeing these women in like places they wouldn't usually go. Yeah. But and this is the only thing, this is the only thing I will give Bethany. Bethany did this like flawlessly where she would bring these women to like places like the the Italian place in Queens that one time where they all dined the out. Then um no 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 the Queens in oh, season seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the one in the Bronx. Like she would bring these women to these places and it like felt she must have prepped them or something. Like we're gonna have an experience, yada yada. So it mm. felt like fun and organic this one it was just like watching all these women like come and be hoity-toity kind of like i was like just like be there with leah hello but also what's funny to me is like traveling within manhattan does not seem like a big deal to me i know i pass all of these neighborhoods when i'm coming to your apartment or house when i could do that yeah exactly you wish we were recording in a russian bath back then i know like come on but okay. it's also like none of these people take subways usually. Oh, I true. mean, Ramona has been spotted on the subway a couple times, but yeah. they don't. It's not a regular part of their like life. Uh, speaking of Ramona, she read the re- reviews, so she's bringing her own towels. I c- comedy perfection. The zooming in of the grade pending. You saying zooming right now, right then? I could only think of like zoom communicating through video isn't that wild yeah but i think it's everyone's brain no but have you noticed uh while in google hangouts like google's trying to promote their video thing now they're trying to Mm -hmm. get on this gig and i've been on a couple meetings in the google thing i like zoom is just like a better thing for me have you have you done microsoft teams i was on one of those i'm not doing that well yeah but like I don't think you're like meeting with a lot of external people right now. I, I'm like, that's all I'm doing. Mm. It's like, hello, you want to be in a meeting? I have to yeah. see you for once in my life. Oh, yeah. Uh, so when you're describing this as graffiti land, <laughs> all with all the gates shut. But it's literally like Wall Street. It's like the <laughs> financial district. Yeah. We should go once this is over. To, to this bathhouse? Yeah, the okay. hats look cute. Mm. Is it technically, it's co- technically a bathhouse, but it's not like a gay bathhouse. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't think so. Uh, but it's it's down to earth, bare bones, prison-like. <laughs> um, would you try ginger vodka? That sounded kind of good. Oh yeah, I like love ginger as a flavor profile. Yeah. For sure. Uh, would you do that, like, the leaf with, thing with the leaves? Yeah. Yeah, and those guys are hot. Yeah, it'd, it'd be a fun time, right? Yeah. I mean, Luann was loving it for obvious reasons, because oh, yeah. she got the hotter one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, they decide to confront Dorinda while we're at the spa. And, like, Dorinda literally is grabbing the bottle of wine as they begin confronting her. <laughs> it, well... Yeah, she did that on purpose, I think. Yeah. And it was like, 
it was like a Leah thing to bring it up, which was kind of a, it was a kind of wonky way the way she brought it up. But then Ramona jumped right in. Yeah. And then Ramona and, got the brunt. I know. And so Ramona bring, I mean, like Ramona's right in this situation. Ramona is weirdly one of the voices of reason in this season. Yeah, no, she is truly. Uh, we did get to see Leah back in the apartment with the person who we got zoomed in on in the trailer. And I was like, who is this person? Mm-hmm. Leah's sister. Beautiful. Which we don't really get a lot of extended family interactions on New York. New York, we are literally mostly to just the women themselves for most of the time. Yeah. Um, it was good to see her. She's, I think she's my age. Probably. Yeah. Because it said that Leo, there was like a family pic that was shown and it was like Leo was nine and um, this one was like three, maybe three or four. And that would be right around me. Yeah. It's my time. So you guys are peers. Yeah. So I think that's interesting that you bring this up and you text a little bit, a little bit about this, but like, like you said, we don't get extended time with many of these people except for, like you said, Jill's sister back in the day yeah, was a big part of the show in season seven. They tried to make Ramona's one of Ramona's sisters be a thing, but that she like both she and Melinda Medley, like didn't have the star power. But there was also a moment where Tinsley's sister was going to be a thing. What's her name again? Like Binsley? Binsley, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like it's like Yardsley. What is it? Y- y- Yardsdale. <laughs> Yardstick. I don't know, actually. Um, but I feel like Leah's sister has like the most star power of any of these women. Oh, definitely. Get her on Summer House. Get her. She is like the median age of the summer house residents. And we need another brunette. Yeah. Okay. Um, the last big scene is Ramona having another one of her like old bitty parties. But it's at her like apartment, which her new apartment to me isn't set up for mm. this kind of hosting. The lighting, it's like, the lighting was so bad. Yeah, and it's like it's like her old apartment. Once she did the reno, it was like a great apartment to host in. This one's like it's too small. Like her guests have like immediate access to like her bedroom, which like Elise proudly stomped into to look for condoms in the bedside table. I mean, we usually don't get looks of the a look at the hallway, but the hallway did not look. It was like dingy. It was so dingy. Yeah. Um, I will say, I think I was going to bring up the hallway because I think like this is our first Roni apartment hallway moment like this. Possibly. I mean, the only other time I can think of is like Jen Gilbert, but I don't even, I don't think we were actively in the hallway, Did but we- I kept on thinking like her neighbors we there was a neighbor walking down I know. the hall. <laughs> but like the fact that like she was able to remain in that building and then like move up to a nicer apartment, which mm. she did after this was filmed. Yeah. One with non-parquet floors. Yeah, yeah. I do gotta say, like, I'm glad we turned 
it around from the preview of this episode in terms of the Ramona Dorinda fight. Mm-hmm. Like them fighting and then making up all in the same episode is what we like about New York. Yeah, and it ended up being like a sweet and poignant moment and like learning some insights into Dorinda, which I think we talked about last week. It's like her aggression does seem to be stemming from the fact that she lost Richard, got into a relationship immediately that kind of like put a Band-Aid and now she's finally out of that relationship after like seven and a half years yeah. So she's like raw and all of those things. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's not like an excuse for her behavior, but it is an explanation. Yeah. But I mean, it, but it also feels as terrible as like how she's acting. It feels real mm-hmm. rather than like some of the other fake shit that we see on other franchises. Yeah, definitely. Like when she, when her and Ramona were like trying to make up in the hallway and like she hugged Ramona, I was like, oh, this like feels real. Like they're, they're friends. They are friends. Yeah. And whatever. Elise, can we talk about Elise during that? She was trying to like direct traffic here. (laughs) Like Elise is like one of the other, it's like, pulling one of the other biddies out to like the forefront and it's like no she belongs with them she's not one of she's not the biddy i would choose (laughs) (laughs) also like it it, you're exactly right because when they all made up back in the apartment and like sonia ramona and drenda were like i'm so glad to have like the three of us us. yeah yeah elise was like in in camera and kind of just walked away also like we got the info about ramona dragging sonia at the bathhouse and then sonia crying to uh dorinda about it oh yeah ramona fat shaming sonia and then so that's why like so when i had only seen the clip they posted the clip of sonia arriving at the party with the dress online earlier and i was like this is so unlike sonia to like do what she's doing like make a point about like the size being Mm. too small and then like whispering in dorinda's ear but then now i get it because like whatever ramona said to her at the bathhouse that makes sense now yeah yeah and i'm so excited that we're going to rhode island uh Connecticut or Rhode Island? Rhode Island. Island. Newport, Rhode Island. Newport, Rhode Island. I love Rhode Island famously. I went there earlier this year, my last trip. I just like that we are moving around so much this season. Same. Like We have a lot going on. Same. It seems like Leah is going to be Hampton's Leah again. Yeah, I'm scared. Yeah, I'm interested to see how I'll feel after that because like the first weekend was funny. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah. Okay, Brendan, let's get to the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. Brendan, this week's Freak of the Week is Bravo for... It's it's kind of a mixed feeling with this one because we're, we're excited that they are airing DC Housewives for the mm-hmm. first time in a decade. But we're getting nine of the 11 episodes. They're not showing the two reunion episodes. And I can't wrap my head around it because it's like they're they're they start at six a.m. They're ending at like three. 
Yeah. The Beverly Hills repeat episodes that they're going to be showing at 3 p.m., they could just show that another time. <laughs> yeah, and for me, um, I've seen the reunion episodes. I don't think you've seen them yet because yeah. we're like midway through our recaps on Patreon and um, yeah. we will have the first episode for free in our main feed yeah. of our recap um, on Friday. But yeah, so for me, it makes it makes no sense because like the reunion was so good as far as what I remember. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like also like where a lot of my love or former love for cat came sure i think she was a good reunion player yeah yeah so it's too bad that they're not showing that and i also like kind of get the feeling they're not really promoting it as much as they were promoting like gallery girls and nyc prep and this and that they did post on social today like they posted on like instagram and twitter and stuff like that i saw yeah. um but i don't know enough about the others to like compare to how much they've done but sure. yeah it feels like they're they're hiding it a little bit yeah uh but i mean we're going into like a quote-unquote patriotic weekend so thank god dc yeah thank god coming through okay and our one true queen she is embedded in our brains the winner of the mass singer candy Mm -hmm. burris (laughs) we gotta shout out candy at all times obviously for being the winner but also just like a consistent player on Housewives. Yeah. Someone the I winner, love to see. The winner of Celebrity Big Brother in our hearts. Yeah. Even though Tamar was a good winner, too. Well, no, Tamar was a good winner. The The real winner there was Team Friendship, them making up. Sure. That's true. But yeah, Candy, I mean, just like killing it, right? Yeah. <laughs> I literally, I got a text from my coworker today, and he was like saying basically the same thing. He was like, it's really, uh, he said, she's an icon. I really respect how she's constantly looking for ways to propel herself into different audiences and diversify her portfolio. Love Mm. it. I think that's like a great way to put it. What's her next, what would you say is her next venture? Um, I mean, I guess if like the OLG spinoff gets off the ground, like that will take up a lot of her time. True. Political pundit. Mm. Let's get her guess. Let's get her on Fridays on the view. No, that's that might be um, Wendy on Potomac's gig. That's true. I mean, it already is her gig. Yeah. Uh, but that's it for this week. Thank you for tuning in. Um, obviously, we mentioned the Patreon a ton, but if you can't do that right now, something that you can do to help us out for free is head over to iTunes and leave us a nice review there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Go follow Dan on Twitter, IDKADK. Go follow Come Through Queen at Come Through Queen. You can follow me at Not Brendan. You don't have to. Yeah, but you can. But you can. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, that's it. So like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Come through, Queen. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.